Thanks for tuning in to Hispanic Uncut. This is episode four, and I'm your host, Fatima. Hey guys, and welcome back to Hispanic Uncut. I'm your host, Fatima, and today we're joined with a special guest. What's your name? My name is Jairo. Hi, Jairo. Thank you for tuning in, guys, and thank you for joining me on my journey to a podcast. It is my pleasure. Cool. Okay. So, have you, let's put you up to the test. Have you listened to my podcast? Yes. What do you think about it so far? I think that it has potential, but uh, there's a lot of uh, fake facts <laughs> that are being made up <laughs> by Fatima, the host. <laughs> like uneducated Hispanic parents. I mean, <laughs> okay, I have nothing to say. Okay, so let's start off the podcast with a burning question. How is life as a Hispanic? Well, to you. You know, the thing is, when you grow up as a Hispanic and most of your friends are Hispanic and everyone around you is, is Hispanic, your cousins and all that, it's what life is, you know? It's normal. It's not until you see everyone else's childhood or the way they explain it or what you see when you go to their house where you see that there's actually a difference. So anything other than Hispanic seems strange to you. That's true. Sorry, guys, if you hear chewing in the background, that's Michelle and she's chewing Doritos. She had those nasty Dorito fingers. Anyways, so um, to you, what is a good thing of being a Hispanic? Like, what do you enjoy? Uh, to me, honestly, there's no culture like a Hispanic culture. You know, um, everything from the food to how you're raised uh, to, you know, how parents uh, treat you. Uh, of course, it has its pros and, and cons. You know, you I'll tell you one thing. You don't have the same uh, <laughs> privacy pretty much because when you're Hispanic, it's kind of like you have this stereotype which is kind of true that hispanic parents don't even don't really knock on your door and stuff they just kind of open it and if it's locked they're kind of they kind of question why is your door locked because they automatically think you're the doing worst. you're doing heroin in there or something you know so yeah that's just, but it has its pros and cons but i it, i wouldn't change it for anything you know yeah, based on what i've seen for other from other uh cultures and how certain friends were raised and stuff i wouldn't change the way i was raised well me neither but um one of the things i can tell you me and deanna the last podcast we were talking about food like that was basically what this was food yeah you know and I, you're a big dude you're like what six like six one six two two hundred sixty five pounds you don't look fat like to people that don't know well, you're not fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I've always been a, a big guy. On, um, well, in high school, I was really skinny in the later parts of high school, like 11th, 12th grade, and it was because I ran a lot and played football and stuff. But, yeah, I've always kind of been, like, the big guy. No, yeah, but we and Diana were talking about food. That We have one aunt that can cook. One like, aunt out of, like, seven? Yeah, well, the one that cooks most. So you're saying your mom can't cook? No, she can't. Like, I'll just put it out that she can't. I don't know. You see, that? that's why there's differences to most Hispanic uh, moms can cook. Most. Your mom can cook. You know, that's that's the thing, though, you know, because now that you mentioned that your mom can't cook, your childhood is completely different from my childhood because any th restaurant we went to where I said I told my mom, hey, I like this, 
the next day she was cooking that that I said I liked. Well, the thing is that with my mom, I mean, like, her health was kind of bad because, like, she was always in the hospital. I think when she was smaller, she's had a lot of accidents. So her, when she was in the hospital, like, no one taught her how to cook. And she was the youngest one, well, second to youngest. So they, like, my grandma took pity on her and, like, really didn't teach her how to cook. Okay. So yeah. then that's why she can't cook. I mean, I have an aunt. I think only one of my aunts, she knows how to cook, but... Even then, I don't know if it's because uh, in her marriage, well, in her previous marriage, because they're not married anymore, she they they made a good amount of money, so most of the food was bought, you know. So, I mean, I think that was her reason not to cook, and then also because she said they would leave the house smelling bad. Her house always smells good, so you know. Maybe I thought you were gonna say her house always smells bad. No, no, no. It always smelled <laughs> good, like air freshener. And the clothes, everything. So it's one of those houses that if you if you have like a certain scent in your mind, you remember her house. Like that's how strong the scent was of air freshener. And you do, you smelled it anywhere else. do you remember the scent? Yeah, yeah, I, I remember the scent. I always think about that scent. Like I like whenever I buy a house, I want my house to well, smell. What, okay, I don't know what it was. Have I, you I asked have no her? Uh, no, because it's kind of like I don't know. It's kind of weird. What do you like, mean? What? What did your house smell like? <laughs> you know, that's kind of a weird question to ask. Like, she's gonna be like, "What do you mean?" And I'll be like, "Oh, uh, you know, before your house smelled like this. Uh, what was it? You know, it's just kind of <laughs> maybe I can ask her for the flavor of the Glade or whatever Airwick, whatever she used." <clears throat> Talking about homes, scent, not yeah. flavor. And she was in the corrected background. by the manager. Yeah, she was in the background. She was chewing, and now she's tuning in when this is not her episode. Her episode was two episodes ago, including this one. She still bought her about the special guest. Can you believe that? Yeah, she. Well, for those of you that don't know, Hiro is Michelle's boyfriend. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Hiro is Colombian. Well, that too, guys. Hiro's Colombian, so he's the only one that differs from my previous stories. That's true because the uh, your other guests have been from the same El Salvador. Well, when <coughs> when he's embarrassed of the name El Salvador. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm just kidding. The thing is that we always make a joke about when I have kids uh, and they ask him, where is he from? I'm going to tell them Colombian and American, but that's just me messing around. You I know? don't believe it. Yeah. Trust me. I don't believe it. It's just to mess around, you know, to make Michelle mad, but... Obviously, he. It's. It, I'm not gonna t- uh, tell him to be ashamed of his culture, or his background, or anything like that. You know, because especially with, I already see it happening. He's probably gonna spend a lot of time with his grandparents. So, um, yeah. Well, both grandparents, my parents and Michelle's parents. So, you know, and uh, he's gonna be eating beans and. Beans and, and queso, <laughs> the the nasty cheese. Uh, oh my god! And the butt cheese and. <laughs> you know that I like feta cheese, but I don't like Salvadorian cheese. You know, since we were talking about kids, all I hope for is that my kid does not come out picky. You like know, me. Because there's no listen. <laughs> you and Michelle are not picky. You think you're picky, but you're not picky. What do you mean? I feel like I'm really picky. Like no, I start, I start. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just you've already come up with things you like and anything that you think you might not like, you don't even want to try it. 
Like so what? like that time that I I don't remember, I don't remember what I was cooking in here. I think it was a uh, pecan. Michelle, uh, pecan, you turned Michelle ramen into or I don't know what it was, but I told you, do you like this? And you're like, no, I don't like this. And then I was like, have you ever tried this? And you're like, no. And I was like, okay. I remember. Michelle never used to like meat, but now she's a meat lover. Yeah, now she likes meat because I guess the way I cook it or something. Um, I like cooking on the grill. And uh, at first, I mean, I've always been the type to like always want to be the one cooking on the grill. I know that maybe, maybe I don't know, maybe other uh, guys think of the same thing. But yeah. Well, well, mostly in Hispanic culture, there's no guys that ever cook on the grill. I think there's like no Americans and and and. No, that's what I'm saying. Um, American guys grill all the time, but not yeah. in Hispanic culture. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, like all the women are always cooking stuff. So I, I, I think you're the first man I've ever seen like actually cook. Yeah, I actually enjoy cooking, I a lot. You know, I like looking on YouTube and finding things to make and. Same. Well, me and Michelle, Michelle is the cleaning type. I'm more of the cooking type. Yeah, she's uh, she's more of the clean type for sure. Yeah, my house is gonna be such a mess, dude. She's only made me two things, and they they're both pasta. <laughs> and they sucked. <laughs> one of them. Didn't one have forgot. Salt. She forgot the salt, but that's okay. The other one was good. Oh yeah, that one was good. But I, apparently, she only makes pasta. Yeah, basically, and we haven't even mastered the chicken parm because we both like chicken parm, so it comes up kind of bad. Oh yeah, she made the spaghetti bad on the chicken parm. No, it comes out hard. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like she takes it out of the water. I don't know. I don't know. The anyway, cheese was pretty right, Yeah, let's keep on going. Too much okay. spaghetti talk. Yeah, too much spaghetti talk. So, another question for you is, what's a bad thing about being Hispanic? Like, something that you don't I enjoy? would say that parents hit you more oh God. based off frustration than actually to teach you a lesson. You know, because I remember a lot of times my mom hit me. Obviously, it was to correct what I was doing, but they kind of hit you just because they're frustrated more than actually like, oh, I'm hitting you so you can learn. And they tell you that I hit you because I love you. Oh, my God. What do you know? You never even been hit. Yes. Okay. Look, dude, I told this. Okay. Look, there was this one time that. I went to Walgreens with my mom, my, I'm sorry, my dad and Michelle, as I was eating a Snickers. <laughs> I got a Snickers. I didn't pay for it. You got it. a Snickers and you opened it? I opened it and started eating in the store and I would hide it. And I would go back to that section, eat it, and put it back. And one time, my mom caught me. <laughs> no, it was my dad. So you would do this multiple times? <laughs> I've done it multiple times. What are you <laughs> do? I just want to know what goes on in your head because <laughs> okay. you uh, sometimes appear to be clueless of <laughs> certain <laughs> things. And you so just then kinda, anyways. Like in cloud nine. I mean, that's, that's life. So then anyways, my dad flicked me because he had this flicking motion. He flicked me really hard on my head. And then we ended up, yeah, my, there was, it was like traumatizing. So then my, my dad hit me in the middle of the store and they brought me home, and my mom sat me down, and she's like, if the police come, I'm telling them to take you away. I was probably like 10. She's like, I'm telling them to take you away because you got to be corrected and this and that. And then she started hitting me. And then she's like, I'm doing this because I love you. And then she started crying. <laughs> she started crying and telling me my parents only hit me because they were frustrated. They never did this to teach me. I have a similar story oh about a grocery store, but I remember we went to a grocery store. 
And I told my sister, hey, I'm going to steal this pen. But I really wasn't going to steal a pen. I never stole anything in my life. And instead of her, you know, like laughing or like, no, don't do it. She went and told my parents. And my dad found out. He hit me. Then he showed me videos on what happens to people that steal. But what I was, was never going to st- people that steal going to jail. Oh, There's and a show uh, I, I was never planning to steal the pen. That's oh the worst God. part. But the thing is that my dad, like, for example, when I was in elementary school, I remember a kid. I don't know why he had this or if he found it. He found the condom, but like in the wrapper. And he said, look, a condom. I didn't even know what it was. So I said, cordon. And then I told my mom and my dad, some kid brought a cordon to school. In Spanish, obviously. And they're like, un qué? And I was like, una cosa redonda. And they're like, un condón? And then they started screaming at me and all this bunch of stuff. Like, if I was the one that had the thing. Like, you know? And it's like things like that. that like, if you just listen to me. Did you even know what it was used for? No, I didn't know what that was. I just didn't know what it was, so, Yeah. And uh, I, I still remember that to this day. But there's a lot of things about my childhood that I remember, like, in pieces. Like, I feel like whenever I remember stuff of when I was a kid, it all happened in one day. Like, like It's like eight different things that happened throughout the months. And they all happen, like, it feels like in a day or, like, max oh a week. God. You know, like, each year was one day. Each year was one day. That's how I, that when I remember things in my head, that's how I feel. It's like because I also remember this kid had a a Pokemon card, and he said, "If I give you this Pokemon card, would you give uh, me your sister's number?" <laughs> I was like in third grade, and I was like, "Sure." And then I told my sister, "Hey, can you can you give him your phone number?" She got mad at me and told my dad, and he said, "You trading your sister for a Pokemon card?" And yeah. There's things like that that I did innocently. But you see, like, I feel like the condom story and the Pokemon card story were in the same day, but they definitely weren't. So. Well, I mean, I mean, since I'm really young, I'm way younger than you are. Um, I, I, I remember that how old I was in, like, the, the stories. But, yeah, we totally did grow up in separate areas. Um, eras, not areas. Eras. Eras. Or well, areas, too. Well, yeah, you were, but you were like only like twenty minutes away from my house. No, not always. I used to live by Sunset Place. Well, I used to live in H Street and like deep in H Street by like a cemetery by by Atlacla. Oh, all all the way over there by where that bank is. It's a movie theater. I used to live by there. No way. Yeah, in Ocean Bank. I think that's <coughs> H Street and 22nd Ave or something like that. Oh, oh. Deep in there. Yeah, like real deep. Anyways. Um, yeah, but I was, I forgot what I was talking about because Michelle interrupted me abruptly. Abruptly, yes. We should have, okay, n- maybe next time she can buy her own mic, which is only like 20 bucks. Oh, like three mics? Uh, yeah. Three mics because I can connect three mics in here and she can talk like us both. But anyways, um... Well, me and Michelle were talking about last, well, the first, no, the second podcast, we were talking about moving out. Okay. Why haven't you moved out? And how old are you, sir? 
I am 29 years old. 30 uh, years I, old. I don't know. In Colombia, you know, uh, people don't move out until they're married. In Hispanic cultures overall, people don't move out until they're married. Uh, you know, Married and... No, just married. I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, you know. I was going to say something um, else. That's pretty much how it is. It's just you kind of like your parents help you your whole life. Then if you haven't gotten married, you help them and then you leave, you know. And that's pretty much how I was raised. My sister is about to move out, but she's 31 now. So, you know, both have uh, helped out our parents, you know, as we could or how we could or how we have. I don't know. I don't know what word I want to use. But, um, yeah, you know, so you have that mentality. Well, you're about to move out soon. Yes, hopefully soon. With know, with um, someone special over here. Yeah. I'm sorry for you, and I'm scared for you, truly. I'm scared for myself. I don't know how it's going to be. life goes. <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. Oh, my God. I want to see my... Uh, Michelle, do you want to say anything to the podcast since you're literally at the same table we are? She said no. But she's kind of butthurt because, like I said before... Oh, special guest. Special guest. Um, another question I had is that you were talking about your parents, like you know, like disciplining you. Well, me and Deanna, well, in the last podcast, I was saying with Deanna's story that one time I was at her house. I forgot what she did, and her mom yelled at her, and her mom's like, "Go get um, I'm gonna hit you, right?" So Deanna started sprinting down her hallway. Started sprinting down her hallway, and Tia Mayra, like I, I literally said it like this. She she hit the wall. It was like the back. It's like literally, if I would use it in like a simile or like alliteration or whatever. No, not alliteration. Illusion. It's like a backboard of a basketball. You know how you have to hit the red square within. Yeah. So Tia literally, f- like um, threw the sandal at the wall. It bounces and hit Tia on the head. Yeah, I don't know what it is with parents, but their throwing accuracy is so good. Like, I remember anything my dad, mom, or grandpa, because my grandma never, like, did anything like that. So your grandma always was hit you. Like, I don't know how. It, like, always it connected. always. My dad was more of a throw whatever's close to him. So. What's the worst? What's the worst thing that he ever threw at you? A remote. <laughs> like a TV remote. Where did it hit you, dude? Uh in the back <laughs> so yeah he uh, he was uh, more of a you know he was more of a like hit you now so you know it's bad but i'm not gonna tell you what you did bad example please like you did something he just hit you but he wouldn't tell you like look you can't throw the mug in the air it would just be that he hit you and then you had to figure out that he hit you because you threw the mug in the air. Has there ever been one like one discipline that he hit you, but you still to this day don't know why he hit you? Mm, no, I think the thing is that my dad, everything was more him. I could say that he hit you out of lesson because I remember even when I would learn math with him, it was was two plus two. If you took more than one second, he'll hit you. But your dad's a math genius. Yes, a math a math genius. Math. Uh, yes. Um, so he, so he, um, would hit you and then like that, you were quicker with math. So it was, it was not the best strategy, but it worked worked. for me and my sister, you know, so. Well, you and your sister are really smart, dude. Yes. 
Yeah, and your sister was in a Colombian news that she knew all the states. Oh, yeah, she knew all the capitals of the world when she was three years old. So, <laughs> so she came out on the news. I wish Michelle came out on the news. Yeah, Michelle, well, since you know from personal experience, we, we how do we say this? It's not we that you guys are not the brightest. It's just that you kind of, I don't know, sometimes don't really use logic. Yeah, that. that it's needed. Like, like you guys kind of speak before thinking. Yeah, just blurt it out. Yeah, exactly. You just blurt it out and don't realize that what you're saying is not correct. Um. Well, that's true. I guess another question I have for you is, um, tell us one of the funniest stories that has ever happened in your life to this day that if you think about it, you laugh, like you crack up. Stories. Ah oh, man, I don't know because as a kid, like, I know there was funny stuff that happened, but to think about right away, like something that has to do with your parents. Not like anything. Well, try to do both. Like the funniest story. I remember cracking up with my sister once because we were looking at her yearbook. She was in sixth grade. I was in fourth grade. Or I was in, no, I was in third grade. She was in sixth grade. And since our last name is Pantoja, the person, like, next up was some lady, <laughs> some girl called, like, two sisters, Maria and, uh, well, let's say Jacqueline, Popoba. And <laughs> we just oh heard the God. name Popoba, and we thought of Popo. Which is and poop. we just started cracking up. <laughs> like, uncontrollably just cracking up. And every time we're like... Eloisa Pantoja, Maria Popova. We would just crack up. And uh, I remember, oh, this is a story with my dad. I remember that um, the first time, he, since he's had, like, like pain in his bones and stuff. The first Wait, time he's where? in his bones. Like, oh. Is <laughs> something else? Yeah, that's what I thought. No, no, his balls. His bones. His bones being on Um, He used Ben Gay. And I remember the first time I saw a name Ben Gay. I was like, Ben Gay. You know, oh little God. immature. Immature okay. stuff to laugh at, you know. Yeah. When you're a kid. Yeah. But we, like, for sure we both lived different, differently. Oh, yeah. Because the other day, he was here when my mom was yelling at me about, I forgot what it was. Oh, that she yelled at me because I had the computer in my room. And then I, I forgot what I said. Like, I talked back to her, and you were like, oh, my God. If that was me, I would have never done that. Uh, then first of all, you make me sound really feminine. <laughs> Second well, obviously, of all. Well, obviously. The thing like is, that. when you're getting scolded by your mom at your age, you can't talk back. You can't talk back, period. It's not that you can't. You obviously can. But, but it's the not way that you appropriate. Back wasn't a way that would have got me smacked in the mouth. Mm. Yeah. You know, so that's all that's all I'm saying about that situation. But yeah, but it was always differently how we grew up. And guys, welcome my mother into this podcast as well. Oh, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, you never get privacy. I was trying to film yeah. the last podcast with my cousin Diana. These people interrupted three times. And then when my dad started singing at the end, well, obviously I was like, do you want to say anything to the show? And he was like, yeah. And he started singing. He broke the computer. 
he broke the system and then like i couldn't i couldn't fix it if i it was yeah. if i were to fix it it was gonna delete everything i remember you asked the cons of growing up like a hispanic or whatever yeah, yeah it was like i could say that you know growing up my parents people will sleep over a house i don't have a big house i have an apartment of three rooms so it's me my room my sister her room and then my parents yeah. so if somebody from colombia came or from anywhere oh god they automatically give up your room to my room yeah and the only reason i hated that was because my room had video games my sister's room obviously did not <laughs> so uh, it was boring in her room and when they volunteered my room it was already like so what am i supposed to do when these people go to sleep there's always old people that go to sleep like at 8 p.m like, what am i gonna do from 8 p.m to well, midnight why didn't you think about like taking it to your sister's room like i don't know because the thing is that once they were asleep that's it like it was in the morning it was over i don't know i just uh, like i'm saying if it was the first night or whatever Oh, I'm lying. My sister never had a TV. She's never been into TV. If Just she like watched this TV, one. she watched TV in the living room. So, my sister was never into TV. It was just... How about putting it in your living room? I don't know. Because that's where my dad watches TV. Well, then did your dad go to sleep at that time? The thing is, my dad was one of those people that the TV watched him. So, he fell asleep while the TV was on. Oh, my God. And you couldn't change anything because I don't know how... Once you change the channel, he woke <laughs> up. And it's like, why'd you change it? I was watching. And he that. was like, yeah, yeah, he's not yeah. even watching it. Oh, my God. Well, I've never lived through that. They always, my parents, they've always gone to sleep at eight, nine. Like, they're, they have an old soul. Mm. Well, not really, because they work really hard, so. Yeah. They usually go to sleep early. Well, my mom, I can't be, oh, she, she threw a marshmallow and actually hit me. <laughs> she can she gets so upset if i'm awake in the living room and i could be doing the most important thing and she gets upset starts yelling at me she's like why are you yelling at this time yeah, yeah parents like, have this well hispanic parents have this thing that like if you're up after a certain hour it's like like 11 you're 12. in demon time like like what are you doing you must be doing the devil's work if you're of this late especially at 3 a.m yeah, no, they, 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 once, they, once it's a certain hour, it's like night is made for sleep. What are you doing? Go to bed. I, I, I can, I'm not lying to you. I was, okay, because I'm into pen pounding. You know this, right? Yeah. Michelle says there's no point of it, which is true. I agree with her, but still, I like writing letters. I literally just got a letter today from a pen pal, mm. but she lives here, but whatever. And so then I was literally writing like four pen pal letters, and then this lady comes out. She's like, oh, they're her hair because she has really thin hair. Her hair was like up on her head. It was the most funny thing. And she goes, Fatima, why are you awake at this time? And then she left. Like, she got mad at me and she scolded me. And I'm like, oh. wait a moment. And she's like, no, better than me hour. I go to sleep now. And she starts turning. She like turns around and she started talking about it. About me. She's like, you're awake at this time. Like, if you don't have anything to do tomorrow and you have to do stuff for me because I have to go like deposit money for her. And she's like, and she's like, babosada. Yeah, that's how. Like, okay, because my parents, okay, well, not not anymore, but they used to, like, my sister got actually upset about this because they used to, like, tell us, like, they didn't tell us off, but they would just call us names. Oh, yeah. That are very hurtful. Yeah, Hispanic parents tend to do that because, I don't know. I, think I understand. It's just the way they were raised, so. 
the thing is that why why would why do you have to call me dumb or any or because i would if i try to help her because hispanic parents react based off frustration more than actual action so if the way if they if that's the way they were raised like like i know for a fact i'm going to treat my kid kind of with tough love so that he's ready for everything that's gonna probably he's probably gonna go through in school so like if I have to roast my son or daughter, I'm gonna roast them. You roast really hard. That's why, scary. but I have to though because, like, that's the only way you grow up with thick skin. If when you're a kid, no one roasts you the first time that someone calls you ugly, you're gonna be like, maybe I am ugly. You know, even if you're not. <laughs> the thing is that if you, you don't have anyone calling you like, oh, little ugly boy or something like, that, like. Then you grow up thinking like, oh, my God, everyone is beautiful. Everyone is nice. And, and I'm just ugly. Then you go to school and everyone's mean. And there's like three nice people. And you're one of them, you know. So if you had to roast my podcast right now, you have to roast it. Roast it the world. No, I'm not going to roast your podcast. I just think that. Um, roast my show right now. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Um, this is on record. Anything that could be used in this recording could be used against me in the court of law. In the court of marriage, okay? In the future, you never know in three years from now, I'm married. Remember that time in the podcast when you said, you know? Two weeks ago, I didn't say special guests. Mm-hmm. Look at this now. Yeah, but you know how she is. So. Oh, God. But, yeah. But, yeah, but um, we've, um, I don't know what else to say. Do you have anything else to add? Like, any questions for me? Because last time, Deanna asked me a question and felt nice. First of all, <laughs> this is your podcast. You're the host. Okay. You are asking the questions. Yeah, but it, if you would have told me, hey, you need to come with questions, I would have brought my booklet. But guess what? You don't have a booklet. I didn't. You know why? Because this is your podcast. Well, I, I literally only have six questions, and that's it. Okay, but six questions, and we got to 30 minutes. Because you talk a lot. Is that bad? No. You want me to talk less? No. Okay, uh, my last question is, if I had to ask a last question, tell us a traumatic story. Traumatic story. About beatings. Here's the thing. Every kid Begins with K. has a gay moment. Don't say that, dude. And when your dad... Don't say it. Listen, I'm telling you, Kevin Hart said it in a stand-up, and I mean, it's true. He got true. so much backlash. So? Who cares? Who cares? Like, here's what I don't understand. There's, if you say something about straight people, oh my God, you're so insensitive. You say something about gay people, how could you? Like, how dare you? Who cares? At the end of the day, we're all people. So if someone's (laughs) gay or straight, that's them. You know, nothing changes. But I remember once I jumped on my dad and I don't know what I did. I, I, I don't even remember what I did. And he said, no, eso no se hace. I think I jumped on him and, like, I I don't know if 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 I kissed his forehead. I don't know what it was. Something like that. <laughs> Wait, what? You yeah. kissed his forehead? Yeah, I don't, I, was, no, I don't know. I was, like, four years old or three years old. Oh my, was this one? He said, no, eso no se hace. And I was like, no, you don't do that. And that's it. That was the moment right there. And I was like, oh, okay. You don't do that. And that's it. You don't do that. You don't kiss guys in the forehead. Even if it's and, your that dad. W- and that was a traumatic story. Yeah, or maybe it's like you don't kiss guys. And it's, it's, oh, wow. That is true. And that's it. 
You know, that was a traumatic story. You kiss your dad in the forehead. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> God, and, and that, that, that was it. You know. <laughs> you kiss your Let me see traumatic story. I'm just know something. Oh, well, I mean, my my a traumatic story was when I failed sixth grade, and wait, wait, you failed sixth grade? Yeah, I failed sixth grade because. In the, oh, in oh, the yeah, time I was growing up, it was cool to like I, suck. Yeah, pretty much. Like, not like it was. It was cool to kind of not do good in school. I don't know. Even it rhymes and everything. It was cool not to do good in school. You used to be so, a rapper. Try to rap. Uh, no, this is <laughs> that was in past. in third grade. That's not I me had, anymore. Um. I'm not going to lie. Third grade is probably the grade I remember being the hardest. I don't know why. I, I think I wasn't paying attention. I don't know. But I remember in second grade, I was on a roll. Third grade, all of a sudden, I was like, what is this? Like, this is hard. Why do I need this? Why do I need to learn all the time statements? Like, you know, like. But it did you good. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, and I then never in learned. fourth grade, I went back to honor roll. I think it depends on the teachers, to be honest. Like, if you like the teacher, yeah. you're going to do good for the teacher. Listen, if you don't like the teacher, you're not going to do good for the wanna, teacher. What's his name? Well, okay. Well, my story for school was I was never a good student. Well, I tried my hardest, but, like, I guess I didn't think very well. So, I remember I got my first F when it was, like, A, B, C, D. I got my first F in third grade because I'm still bad at reading. You can tell my vocabulary isn't expanded my talking my speech whatever like I, I suck at like anything literature so then i remember my first f whatever so i sucked all of um elementary school what minus kindergarten first and second i always got e's which is excellent i would always get good grades but then like when it was a b the teachers were harder and you had to learn your timetables and i was never really good at math or reading so then I, f- like, I was bad, but I was a go- always a good student. But then middle school, it started changing. And then high school, straight A's. Oh, okay. Cheating. Yeah, no, I, I, I failed sixth grade. And then the, I was telling Michelle the other day, like, I feel like um, I was supposed to fail sixth grade because that's when I met all my friends. When I was in sixth grade the first time, I didn't have that many friends. Um, and now the people I met in the second time in sixth grade are all the friends I still have now. Wait, so you're older than all your friends? Yeah, by like n- barely though, because oh, by like a year, by like months, not even by months. Yeah, because the thing is that when I came from Colombia, I was already a year ahead. So, and yeah, not to mention, your sister was like way. Oh no, my sister was supposed to finish school when she was like fourteen, but then high they, school get her high school diploma, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah but um, then uh, they they held her back because she was too small. So then she finished school when she was sixteen. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. The thing is that um, I was never good at school. Um, other than that, uh, I guess. I mean, I could, yeah, we could. Um, we can always do a part two. Me and Diana still have a pending part two because my dad broke the system. We'll definitely do a part two. Part two. Well, anyways, uh, thank, again, thank you for being on my show. It was kind of... Thank you. It was an honor to be here. Thank you. Yeah, uh, you know? Yeah. Like, Keep um... Yeah, thanks. <laughs> anyways, um, mm, like I always say, if you have any questions for us, 
please email us. Like Michelle said, don't email us with your problems. Please call 911. Um, say it, Michelle, because the listeners like to hear that um, precaution if they want to email us. Oh, yeah, because all your host, Fatima, had said to uh, comment down your problems or anything. And I said, do not comment your problems here. Don't call watch nine, me. Watch your girl. Call 911. Call suicidal hotline. You guys have other options than to comment your problems here because we will not help you. They definitely won't. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. But anyways, thank you for that um, advisory of advisor. Advisory. Advisory, Michelle. Thank you. And again, thank you guys for listening and tuning into this podcast. Again, don't email us any questions. But if you have any questions, email us at hispanicuncut at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye.